threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kirby. Scary time. Oh, yeah. Everybody getting ready for Halloween time? It's spooky season, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you knew it. Yeah, it's scary here. outside. It's time, which also means it's time for us to do our Halloween special. Yeah. It's uh, it's upon us. And, and we got some stuff. We got some stuff we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, feel, sure. it, it was really hard to to pick the topic yeah. this year. Man. It feels like we did all the good stuff already. Can't out, we outdid ourselves. <laughs> we really did. We we got up too high with this stuff, you know? Yeah. So we can't do it again. We just, I think we're going back to grade school yeah. first for this we one. We are. So, Cam, what is it, what topic did we pick, in case anyone's wondering? Yeah, we're going to talk about urban legends mm-hmm. and some superstitions. Yeah. Both a lot of, of these I'd heard as a kid, and I didn't realize were like urban legends. I was like, yeah. I thought that was just something that, that happened downtown. Story. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to go through those. Mm. Scare your socks off. Yeah. So maybe. Don't, don't listen in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe listen if with a buddy. you're driving in the dark, you probably want to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> maybe listen with a buddy. Yeah. Something like I that. Would. I would. Yeah, I definitely Maybe have would. a kitchen knife in your hand, just in case <laughs> something comes. That's probably good advice anytime you're listening to us. Oh, yeah. Always have a weapon. And you never... <laughs> Don't you just feel so secure when you have a knife in your hand? You really do. Yeah, I kill everything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Not a good way to think about it. There's an urban legend for you. Yeah. Cam with a knife in his hand. Yeah. (laughs) I got to tell you about BattleBox first, though, you guys. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and the sexy casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. The GearScope Breakdown Bow. That's so cool. Yep. And then the Climate Traverse Hammock. Hammocks are cool. All this badassness <laughs> starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped a whole bunch of boxes and won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife. I don't, if you don't like free knives, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Seriously. All right. Use our code casual preppers. It's going to be really awesome. <clears throat> so yeah. get that. Can't be more excited because it is the Halloween special. Love this day. month. Man. October is the best. I know. It is, I think it is. It's there's no better month. I used to be a beer like a huge spring fan, and I yeah. love spring, but spring's super unpredictable. Mm-mm. And it's like chores. You gotta start doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Gotta get the garden ready and start mowing on. Uh, yeah. October, you're like, man, it's like yeah. A weekend you, all month. Yeah, and you, you start to feel like that crisp air. Oh, I, feel, oh I love long sleeve shirts. I do too. Pants. I love pants. I love to wear all types of clothing. Yeah. <laughs> I wear them nice. all through October. If we could like pause this like seventies mm. weather. Yeah. Like seventies and oh cool mornings. It's beautiful. I could take a whole year of this. But so also, nice. it's spooky month. Yeah. It's spooky season. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and so you get to talk about spooky things and that Obviously, I love that stuff. I do, too. That is right up my alley. Yeah. And so, we're doing the Halloween special. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. Let's this is here. This is it. We're talking stories. about urban legends yeah. and superstitions. I was yeah. going to start with, like, um, 
what is what is an urban legend? Uh, yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, who so cares? <laughs> who cares? The you thing don't know, is like superstitions and urban legends mm-hmm. kind of like they, they go hand in hand. Yeah, they, they're holding hands. Like it's kind of interesting how that. Yeah. Like I was surprised. A lot of them are like is this were, an urban legend or a superstition. They're kind of this one and the same Basically sometimes. The same yeah, um, sometimes they're just like random stories from different parts of the the globe. Yeah. Of the, you know, so there's a lot of cool stuff. So we decided we're going to do that. Yeah. Today we're talking about it. Let's hit it up. You want to start? Yeah. I wanted to go over one in my hometown. Oh, geez. Because this is a good one. Yeah. I'm going to start it off strong with Bear River City. Oh. Urban legend. Yeah. So there's a park in the middle of Bear River City and it has like a grove of trees. Like the trees down by the Bear River Mm -hmm. kind of form like this tunnel all the way down to the Bear River. Whoa. And it's cool. That's crazy. It's kind of creepy. But anyways, there's a story of Dead Man's Cave. That's what it's that's what it's about. Um, mm. So legend has it yeah. there was a, a biker and he was just riding through town, and he was like, "I'm going to take a shortcut through town, go around the park." And he started like cruising down. And he could see a fence, and he tried to jump off his bike, but mm. the fence closed lighting him and cut his head off. Oh, geez! And hit his head, mm. his body, and the bike just tumbled down through the trees into the Bear River. Okay. But he well, didn't die. Of course not. And he grabbed a, a carp and a stick. A and carp? Stabbed. <laughs> so he's a fish head man. What? He like stabbed a fish in place of his head and he haunts the Bear River to wow. this day. If you go into Dead Man's Cave like at dark uh-huh. and you're by yourself, well, I don't know why you go down there. Yeah. But Dead Man, you can hear him like coming out of the water. Like you hear the water like. And he's like, gonna come and get you. I hear like a so, fish face. Dead Man's mm. Cave, Bear River City. Wow. That's an urban legend of the town. That's and crazy one. All the kids know it. It's yeah. creepy. So, like, I, I thought for sure I saw him one time. Obviously, my hometown, I was born in Vernal. So, like, we have. Oh, yeah. Skinwalkers, obviously, is kind <laughs> yeah. of like our hometown superstition or um, UFOs. But we also, like, I grew up in a place called Camas, Utah. And, like, one of the big, it's kind of an urban legend is the Lost Roads Mine is in Camas. Oh, really? Like, that was, like, the really? big thing growing up. Like, yep, it's here. So if you don't know about Lost Roads Mine, go look it up. But it's kind of an interesting gold story. Gold mine. Gold mine. Old, old Mormon and Spanish gold. And yeah. they got with the Indians. And it's it's Paid crazy. off a lot of debts with the gold. Yeah. And now it's the Lost Mine. But they said it's there. So that's kind of like. But it, they say if you try and go. The, the Lost Roads Mine is super interesting. They were oh. at the. Was it um, Phenomicon that had the yeah. guy talking about mm-hmm. it? So. But if you try and go to the mine, or if you find it, like they say that there's spirits that are um, like Native American spirits yep, and stuff that will they're watching protecting it. it. Yeah, so you got to be careful. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's the urban. That's legend. a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. And I think every city has the same. Like Bear River has another one where you can stop on the bridge at midnight, yeah. turn off your car, and you can hear a baby crying. Yeah, somebody <laughs> crashed so into the those. water. So many baby crying. Yeah. That's a creepy one. It is kind of creepy. But yeah. So, so anyways, I thought I'd just share a little hometown. So some of these are kind of classics, right? So this one is the clown. See, I I, I kind of knew about this one, but these two I wasn't specifically aware of. Really? You right haven't here. heard this one? No. I mean, I've heard parts like... I think I'm sure it's been like shared in and, different ways. Yeah. So this one is this about one the clown. I heard as a kid, though. I Did you? Okay. Um, about the man who hid in a stack of baby's mm-hmm. toys dressed as a clock. Uh, clown toy. <clears throat> See, I've never heard that one. So there's a babysitter. She's at the house. There's a whole bunch of toys, and in the middle, there's a man, but he's dressed she's as a like, clown. That is an ugly. That is the worst toy I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Right. And so she's like, oh, "That's weird." But then the police call about a wanted man who's posing as a clown, <laughs> and she's like, "What?" Yeah. You know. She, then she's like, "Wait, okay." So she goes to the other room, 
and now the clown is gone. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. Uh, that is that. That apparently was a really popular one. I didn't know that one specifically. What did you hear? <clears throat> one like this? It was. I, I'm trying to remember exactly. Mine what it was. was like it was similar to this, but it uh, was just that she like called the parents and she's like. Hey, the baby can't go to sleep because there's oh, yeah. that so, big ugly clown is in so there. So this and is the like, one I'm talking we about. We don't have. Clowns. Yeah. So that's this one. Oh, do you have another one? Yeah. Okay. So another story usually features some variation of a babysitter who calls oh, the parents of the house to ask if she can cover up the large cre- creepy clown statue in the corner of the playroom. She's like, I don't, that's the one. Yeah. This is weird. Can I can I cover this up? It's creeping me out. It's creeping out your baby. Why do you have this stupid thing? And they're like, we don't. <laughs> that is not something that we have. So that's that's part. that one. That one's creepy to think about. Oh, it's super creepy. And so a lot of people think that this legend developed in response to John Wayne Gacy, the mm. killer from the seventies. He was kind of known in his neighborhood for dressing up as a clown at ch- children's parties <laughs> prior to his arrest. Yeah, mm, so yeah. you don't hire clowns. <laughs> no, clowns are just they're just creepy, man. They are super cre- creepy. Do you remember uh, Bozo the Clown? Do you remember that <laughs> yeah. show that was on TV? Yeah. Uh, I remember watching that when I was little. It is creepy, but it's super creepy to think about. Remember Homie the Clown? Homie, remember Homie? Homie don't play. <laughs> homie that. don't play. Yes, yeah. he had like a sock full of <laughs> yeah. quarters. You always like whack people yeah. with it. So, anyways, that 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 I is guess the clown. that last one is more what I'd heard. Okay, but it's just yeah. I think every babysitter heard that and never wanted to babysit. You know, you know, cholerophobia is the um. Clown fear. Clown fear. Yeah. I have it. 42% of Americans have that. That's so crazy. Cholerophobia, yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, This one uh, isn't super exciting, but everybody's probably heard of this one. Yes. The Bloody Mary. I've done this. I have too. Oh, Oh, yeah. We all did this one as a kid. So this one's often brought out uh, on school trips or places. Mm -hmm. Um, People would dare whisper the name three times in front of a mirror. Yeah, it had to be dark, though. Yeah, it had to be dark. It had to be dark. It had to be dark. Mm-hmm. And you go in, you, you look at the mirror, and you mm-hmm. say Bloody Mary three times, and Bloody Mary would appear. Yeah. Um, the urban myth was one um, definite way to have a group of kids freak out at mm-hmm. night. Bloody Mary appears to a group or, uh, like, just to freak them out. Sometimes yeah. they'll appear to a man that's about to die. Oh, so if you see Bloody Mary, it may mean that you're going to die. Good luck. The end point. is nigh. But uh, there's this is an interesting study that, like, they, they found that staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room for a prolonged period can cause one to hallucinate. What? Facial features that may appear to melt, distort, disappear, rotate <clears throat> with other hallucinatory elements, what? such as animals or strange faces, faces may appear. They did like a study on this. Wow. So they think that might be because sure. people do see some stuff. I thought I did. I remember thinking oh, man. like, I see a figure. Ugh, just oh, one of my. We did it all the time. And face. Just saying this, my wife's probably going, "Oh my gosh, don't even talk about it." You know, you already she, said it too she, many times. <laughs> she, she like, she hates a mirror in a dark room. Like yeah. it just freaks her out. <laughs> She's ever in the bathtub and I want to piss her off. I just turn off the light and leave. She gets so mad, like so pissed off. You don't know what happened. <laughs> She's so mad. I'm like, just don't say bloody Mary. Well, wasn't Candyman similar to Candy Man? Was something? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. But Candy I can't. Man, I'd have Candy to go back Man, and watch it. Candy Man can. But yeah, um, yeah. so anyways, uh, that one's creepy. I remember doing it as a kid and I remember it being like a big thing. Like, oh, oh my gosh, dude. We actually had a video camera. It's like we put a video camera behind us oh, nice. and we tried and then we go back and watch it. To see we, if you can see we were some. creepy and weird, man. <laughs> all kids get into that stuff. Gosh, yeah. So yeah, I was I was all about that kind of creepy, yeah. weird. We used to do like the light as a feather, stiff as a board stuff. Did you ever do that? Oh, what is that one? Where you get around somebody, you put your two fingers on them, and then oh, you chant. Yeah. Lights, I remember that. 
And then I got in trouble because supposedly it's like demonic or something. Somebody, (laughs) no, not (laughs) yeah, that too. But that's of the devil. My grandpa (laughs) was not happy. I know. I think I told the story about like leaving a recorder in my grandparents' house after they'd passed away, and Mm -hmm. like you can hear some weird stuff. My dad's like, I don't mess with that crap. Yeah, (laughs) I can see your dad, child, idiot. So go freaking. Mow the lawn. No more Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah. Enough Bloody Marys for one weekend. <laughs> Tell you. Uh, this one is called The Black Cape. Apparently, this one um, is in several places around yeah. the world, but Brazil. I did hear but I about this one in Brazil. Oh, did you really? Yeah, when I was there. Okay. So, in the city of Maceo. 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 This is the northeast coast. In the beginnings of the last century, a young man danced all night with a beautiful and lively girl. That sounds wonderful. At the end of the ball, he asked to walk her home. That's really nice. Obviously, this is all st- starting out very great. Mm-hmm. It was raining. So, obviously, he gave her his cape. You know, you just wear Brazilian a cape. Brazilian <laughs> That's the weird thing. I was actually thinking about this today. I'm like, wonder when capes are going to come back. Like, <laughs> when know, are they going to make the rounds? I wouldn't doubt they do. You know what at I mean? At some point. Like Doc Martens and capes or something. <laughs> top hat. And stuff. No, but I mean, like, the stupid stuff kids are wearing yeah, today. Yeah. It's to be like Jerbos and a cape. The cape's always like, that kid likes magic. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to that kid. He's probably homeschooled. Yeah. But you can't, I mean, but nowadays. It's true, though. I know. I could see a cape coming back in. Was that you? Sorry. I think I, I think it hits him. But yeah, no, uh, I was wondering, like, when is that, when's that going to make the rounds <laughs> back in, you know? Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> Flip a cape. cape around them. Yeah, I was like so interested. I'm like, where did that come from? And apparently, I don't know. Like travelers used to to wear them a lot because they obviously keep the rain off your back. But then you could use it as a blanket when you were sleeping under. It kind of makes more sense than a coat. It, it's really yeah. Then your your hands are free to get in your pockets yeah. still. I don't know. We should maybe try and bring it back, <laughs> like an EDC cape or something like that, <laughs> with some pockets. You know, cargo cape. <laughs> yeah, the cargo cape. Get the cargo cape. <laughs> Just a just, bunch of like pockets. The whole inside of it. Look just at a it bunch pretty of nice, huh? Zippers and pockets. Just stuff full of weeds. Molly webbing <laughs> on it, you know? <laughs> the EDC cape. Yeah, the cargo cape. I like that. The casual preppers cargo cape. Man. Man. That is a good one. Ideas, ideas. Yeah. All right. So we're going to come up with that one. <laughs> so, anyways, he gave her his cape. Really nice gentleman gesture, obviously. Upon arriving at her house's gate, they parted ways, and he left the cape with her for the last walk through the garden up to the door. I don't know why he didn't go all the way to the door with her, but he's like, we're at the gate. Gentlemen. You, you take a cape. I'm going to head home. Yeah. I'm tired. My dogs are barking. <laughs> you know? I'm going to play some soccer. <laughs> I'm going to play a little football. All right. And he's like, I'll come for it tomorrow. So the next day, he was, this is another thing that I thought was weird. He was clapping at the gate. Oh, that's what Brazilians do. They clap. They clap, yeah. That is freaking You weird. don't knock because they just clap at the at gates. <laughs> what about what if you're at the door, too? Do you just clap at the door? You knock, usually, but usually you don't go in their yard. You clap. You clap? Yeah. What if they can't hear you? That's a ways <laughs> out there. It is weird. So, yeah, you just be like, and people come out. <laughs> that's so weird. I know. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah. you do. You do. Huh. Yeah, you I'll, clap. We should start that up again, too. I tried to go to which house. I was clapping. <laughs> All right, get out. And go for a ride. We're going to head out. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You do. Yeah, Yeah, you clap. Weird, weird. So he was clapping at the gate, and an older lady came, and he asked for the girl, and the woman was not happy with him. This is a very bad taste joke. She died a year ago. That is a bad joke. He's like, okay, well, the boy was adamant. He's like, if this is a joke, it's your joke, because I saw her (laughs) last night. All right? I gave her my cape. 
And, and he told her what she looked like and, you know, about the cape. So ultimately, to prove the girl was dead, the woman walked the confused lad to the cemetery where uh, they found the cape over the cross on her tomb. Dang. Yes. That is That's the a legend. good one. I like that story. Yeah, that's really good. That's the cape man. Or yeah. Know, then they, like, black cape. apparently they, like, made a tombstone with a cape. Yeah. Like, they had Or somebody came across that and developed the story. Yeah, exactly. One of the two. So that was a good one. I liked that one. That's a black cape. Yeah. I forgot about the clapping. Yeah, you do. You clap it. They're 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 gay. weird. I'm doing that from now on. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing out there? Just clapping. Want, want to come I in and say hi? If you come out, yeah. talk to me. <laughs> Duh. Um, KFC. Mm. Urban legend citing a University of New Hampshire study claims that federal government forced KFC to shorten its name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC mm. when it stopped using real chickens <laughs> and started using tube-fed genetically modified organisms. See, here's the thing. I don't care what they are. They taste good. That's good chicken. That's great chicken. Or whatever It's it is. greasy. It's super it's good. greasy. Um, yeah. Uh, even, in, like, there's a bunch of Twitter things when it was kind of circulating. Mm-hmm. Ew. And OMG, please retweet <laughs> KFC not serving real tr- chicken, the truth about KFC's name change. Yeah, yeah it so was weird it was a when big they went, deal. And when they changed from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC. It is kind of like, weird. What, what is this all about? It's a lot cheaper, but old lights to put yeah. on your... <laughs> it's all about, you know, saving money, yeah. saving time, efficiency. <laughs> yeah. We get chicken out twice as fast these days. <laughs> Don't ask questions, buy our bucket. <laughs> yeah. It's KFC not Kentucky Fried Chicken. It takes forever to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We ain't from Kentucky. You're buying it in Utah. <laughs> the first one was in Utah. Did you know that? That's what I'd heard. Yeah. It was in like... Is that an urban legend? Or no, that that's real. real deal? That's actually real. The first one was in Utah. I know Taco Time's from Utah, too. Is- <laughs> yeah. I see. You guys probably haven't heard of that one. Um, these so-called chickens are kept alive by tubes inserted in their bodies to pump blood and nutrients throughout their structure, according to a complete false story. Of course. Or is it false? They have no beaks, no feathers, no feet. Mm. They grow with multiple legs and wings on one chicken. <laughs> well, they do have... She's got six drumsticks on that one. Yeah, it's a great way. Four breasts. She got five wings on that one. <laughs> way to go, Clark. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm taking that one to Buffalo. Their bone structure is dramatically shrunk to get more meat out of it. <laughs> this is great for KSC because it saves money for their production costs. They oh don't have to... Such weird stuff. Yeah. Like... That gets, but I had to add to this one. Okay, so there's a there's a lot of urban legends about McDonald's, and I oh, hadn't man. actually read them. Yeah, I'm almost sure just a few here. Okay, I like that. Um, number one, 1980s rumors persisted in the United Kingdom that McDonald's was covertly funding the provisional IRA, which was designated as a terror organization. <laughs> that makes so sense. McDonald's, I guess McDonald's. Yeah, earthworms dating back to mm. at least 1978. This rumor claims that McDonald's restaurants use earthworms in their hamburgers. This is worm in the burger rumor was originally attached to the Wendy's burger. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Cow eyeballs. This one, one belief, I think I heard. I hadn't heard this one. One belief is that McDonald's uses cow eyeballs in its um, products. Yeah, because they can say it's all beef, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it permitting uh-huh. yeah, it to brand them as 100% beef. 100% beef, yeah. However, the United States uh, Department of Agriculture mandates that all beef products, including cow eyeballs, be appropriately labeled. <laughs> McDonald's has asserted that its products contain 100% pure USDA inspected beef, no additives, fillers, mm. extenders, or eyeballs. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, and then this one goes along with what we were talking about. Um, around March to April of 2000, an internet rumor spread via email in Brazil oh, cool. claimed that McDonald's meat was actually made from genetically modified animal maintained in the laboratory. 
The uh, email stated that the creatures kept were figures without legs and without horns, which were fed through tubes connected to their stomach, in which, in fact, have no bones but little cartilage that never develops. Anyone who has seen them assures that they are very unpleasant things because in addition to remaining immobile all their lives, they have no eyes, no tail, and practically no fur. In fact, their head is the size of a tennis ball. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds... This is a little like, <laughs> massive body of meat. It's just a hamburger vessel. Yeah. That's all it is. So there's wow. so many in here. Yeah, that's crazy. Racism, man. pink slime, pig fat. Oh mm. my gosh. So anyways. There's some always some good urban legends with that type of stuff. Food, yeah, fast food always has some urban legends. You ever been to the Hoover Dam camp? I have. Yeah. And I have heard this. Had you heard this? I have heard this, yes. I always thought this was a real deal. I always did too. Um, well, I think Maybe there's it a is reason a real for deal. it. There's a reason for it, I think. So there's the urban legend is that there are bodies buried in the Hoover Dam. Yeah. So, and it's one that like, I think a lot of people have heard. They just um, fill in and they're like, we can't get them out. I will. Just keep filling it up. Yeah. Man. That's less cement we got to pump. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> Lesson. If you don't, st- yeah. If you don't strap in, you're yep. gonna be part of the dam. You come in late, you're part of the Hoover. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Something might happen. While there were many fatalities involved in the making of Hoover Dam, zero involved workers slipping into the mix and being covered up with concrete. <laughs> and I heard that. I had heard it too. And I was like, that makes sense. But they said that it's like basically impossible because they had to be so precise with the engineering on it. Like if, like if there was a bubble of body yeah. in there, they're like, no, uh-uh. no, no, no. No, we're going to lose a lot of water real quick <laughs> if something happens. It could crack where those six bodies are. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. But that is like a horrible thing to think about, like uh. falling into the cement mix. Well, I can't imagine, oh. like, can you imagine the work that would go into digging out a body? Uh, I don't even know how you so would do thick. it. How would you do it? I don't you know. just cover it up. Yeah, I guess. So I'd heard the same with um, Flaming Gorge, Flaming Gorge that yeah. one or two yeah. had fallen into it, too. So, so it, they said it's not hard to see its prominence in the human consciousness, no, because there were six bodies buried in Montana's Fort Peck Dam. So the reason that those, oh they were really they were really because oh that's an earthen dam it's not a concrete oh, dam so, so they were putting about. a bunch of stuff in there like ah it's a body it's a body let it go in <laughs> so that one actually does have six people in it so why don't you get down and spread that out <laughs> oh piss we just covered them up well we're, we're gonna take it a little less time tomorrow because look at this <laughs> he goes in there. It's going to save us a lot of money. Yeah, that's going just like those KFC. But that's folks. a good one because I'd heard that. Yeah. And um, I always believed it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Um, this one I think is pretty common. Yes. Killer in the back seat. This one everybody's heard, yeah. I think. This is a good story. Yeah. So th- the story is a woman's driving home mm-hmm. and someone behind her just kind of comes up and is tailgating her and is flashing his brights off and on. And she's freaked you. out. She's like, what is going on? I'd be so mad. So she's speeding, trying to get away yeah. from him and he keeps up on her and just keeps flashing his brights. And mm-hmm. she's like... And then, you know, and there's a lot of different things. She's calling home. She's calling the police. Mm-hmm. And they show up. Um, what I'd heard is that she, like, pulls into the driveway and the police are there. Mm-hmm. And she jumps out. And this man's trying to kill me. And he jumps out. And he's like, no, look in your back seat. There's a murderer that kept trying to the, yeah. to get up to stab her or choke her. And he would flash his bright lights and the, the killer would get yeah. back down. That's a classic. That's a good one. Legend. That's a creepy one. And it is. from then on, everyone, even I to this day, look get in, in my car seat. and I'm like, I'm going to look in the back seat. Yeah. For that sure, one freaks man. you out. It is super Some freaky. Some parent must have done that to be like, make yeah. sure you're looking in that back seat. Yeah, don't nobody jump out. Don't you go in the back seat and don't you let anybody <laughs> yeah. be in that back seat. Both are bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one's a classic. I like that one. 
This one might be my favorite story <laughs> of the day. I don't know. I laughed yeah. pretty hard when I heard this. So one. I did not know about this one, never heard it in my life, but uh, this is from rural Western Maryland. It is called The Legend of the Bean Sucker. <laughs> Just the name. I know. Like, it's got to be good with a name like that, right? So basically, this is a story of a man who wanted to scare... <laughs> this is so funny. He wanted to scare a couple coming home. This was in the late 1800s. Typical boy. Just, yeah. He's got to jump home. out. Maybe he like the girl. Him. Yeah. Don't freak him out. I'm going to scare. She's going to jump, make a loud noise. I don't know. I'm going to save her. But... So he's like, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? How am I going to scare these people? Basically, what he decided, he was going to stuff his mouth full of beans and jump in front of their carriage. <laughs> I, Scariest I thing ever. I don't know what the point of the beans were. Like, was he going to keep them in his mouth and uh, just like look like a big look, chipmunk or a monkey or something? I guess so. Or was he going to like... You know, and spray beans <laughs> all over true. the carriage? Like, maybe that's what Machine he was going to do. Machine gun them? I don't know, but he... Put his mouth full of beans, okay? <laughs> that was his what he was going to do. Um, so it was said that the driver was angry, so he chased the man down the railroad tracks by the path until the bean guy ran into an oncoming train. <laughs> <laughs> mouth full of beans, hit by a damn train. He had his beans in the whole time. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> free. Just freaking laughing. Yeah, just laughing. Beans are just falling out. Yeah, just got beans all over his face. The guy behind him like, come on. I'm going to get him. This, him. this fella, I don't like this fella. I'm going to whip your britches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm madder than a hen in a sack. I'm going <laughs> to get you, boy. So then so then they found the body, but there was no head. Oh, man. Yeah, the head was gone. They're like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no head. So there's evidence that... Pretty tragic story. <laughs> <laughs> this is a crazy story. Uh, there's evidence that the train party may have actually happened around that time. I don't know what that is. I'm like... Uh, was there a train wreck or train accident? That's party. the only thing I can think of. Train party. <laughs> I know. We don't call it a car party when there's there a wreck. There was a train party, like a group of train <laughs> guys hanging out that night. I don't think it'd be a train wreck, right? Yeah. Maybe a train, like, there was a train going through at that time. Maybe they assumed that was a train there's party a train coming party through. going on or a train party. I don't know. I would so. love to go to a train party. I totally would, man. <laughs> like, just train parties. I brought some coal. <laughs> yeah, I brought some coal. Big old whistle. Let's go party, boys. <laughs> Just those wood whistles. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but people say you can still hear the bean sucker's head rolling around. <laughs> and sometimes you can find beans on the ground. <laughs> so funny. What is that? <laughs> That's a bean sucker's head. You hear it? Is that a Roomba or is that a bean sucker? <laughs> oh, my gosh. If I see beans on the ground, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> I love that it's just still got a mouthful of beans yeah. rolling around. That one probably is like one of the best ones. Uh, I wonder how much in Maryland they still like talk about the I beans hope they talk. I hope it's like something they bring up every year. Kids. Yeah. I, I hope that like the kids get like cans of beans and go throw them at trains or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like a, a thing they do every year. Just pour beans on people's porch, like yeah. oh, be- damn bean trail been- <laughs> down the sidewalk. Bean suckers been here. <laughs> you roll around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. You, know, you could do like jack o' lanterns with beans coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, man, that one's so good. It is great. All right, this one's called Charlie No Face. Huh? Just Charlie No Face. Um, this one's probably just cruel. It probably Sometimes is, just a little bit of fat can be blown wildly out of proportion. No, in the no, no. early 1900s in Hillsville, uh, 
a Hillsville boy was electrocuted by a trolley wire, resulting in lifelong lifelong disfigurement. That's bad. So burned up his face, mm. kind of turned him into a creepy guy. Um, <laughs> a creepy guy. Yeah. Rumors about this strange. They they uh, said he was a recluse and yeah. just kind of lived on his own. Rightfully so. People probably made fun of him. But there's a lot of like rumors that started to go go around about him, and they're yeah. like. He does these weird activities at night, and um, they started to think he was kind of some sort of monster. Mm-hmm. He glows green. He's radioactive. Um, and he also haunts an abandoned freight tunnel. Mm. Um, any car that's trespassing or going through, mm-hmm. it will just shut off because of his what? radioactive powers. Yeah. Uh. So this poor boy that was on his own became, you know, uh, uh, like the toxic terror, Avenger terror. or something. Yeah, you just freak mm. people out mm. and you would just shut cars off. So, anyways, yeah. your car broke down. It's probably Charlie, Charlie No Face. Oh, Charlie No Face. Green glowing radioactive yeah. guy. Never heard of that one. Such a weird one. I'm like, how did he from <laughs> I know. going from poor disfigured face to like a glowing monster that would in a tunnel shut down you? Yeah. Gave off EMPs. Poor guy. Yeah. So this one I've never heard of either. It's called Hell's Gate Bridge. This is from Alabama. It's a real bridge. It's something that it's located in Oxford, Alabama. I looked up pictures of this one. It I does look pretty it's creepy. It's pretty creepy now. <laughs> yeah, it's shut down, but it's yeah. pretty damn creepy. So the generally accepted story of Hell's Gate Bridge starts in the 1950s, where all good stories start. I love mm-hmm. the 50s. Something about it. Like 50s movies. It does, yeah. 50s sci-fi, 50s horror. It's all great. It's good stuff. A young couple driving over the bridge somehow drove their car off the bridge one night and both drowned. This starts, sounds like a start of Beetlejuice. It does. Um, but same. Same thing. There are two legends associated with Hell's Gate Bridge. One, that if you drive your car out to the middle of the bridge and turn off the lights... Sounds familiar. The couple will magically appear in your car and leave a wet spot on the seat. <laughs> From, like, they will or you will? They will. <clears throat> so... <clears throat> Uh, and then you can't talk. <laughs> also, <laughs> she got your throat. Out <laughs> of Hell's Gate. But yeah, so also that no, would be creepy. Well, yeah. Instead of just seeing like a light or hearing a baby cry, this boom, they're in your car on your leather damn seats, <laughs> <laughs> trickling some fluids. Yeah, that's not good. The other, which is how the bridge got its name, is the belief that if you drive over the bridge and you look over your shoulder halfway through, you'll drive off into the river. <laughs> you will also crash off into the river. The scenery so, behind you turns into a portal to hell engulfed in flames. Wow. <laughs> so if you just look back yeah. when you're crossing You got to get halfway across and then look back. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, portal to hell. Well, that sounds pretty cool. I'd like to see that bridge. I'd like to go. Then So you can't drive on it anymore? No, but you can walk on it. Mm. But they said don't even do that. Because this thing is old as balls. <laughs> it's not good to be it's walking It's not scary. On. You just die. You just die, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked this one, too. Oh, this yeah, this one's called one. The Licked Hand. <laughs> yeah. This brutal urban, urban legend depicts a scared young girl who's spending the night home alone for the first time. Oh, man. She's trying to get to sleep, and mm-hmm. she hears some dripping noises coming from her bathroom. Too spooked to investigate, she curls up under the covers, you know, pulls a blanket over yep. her head just like we normally do. Mm-hmm. She reaches down to kind of pet her dog. And it starts licking her hand. She's like, okay. That's comforting. Yeah. 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 I got a dog right next to me. I don't yeah. have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then she falls asleep. She mm-hmm. wakes up the next morning and decides to investigate that strange sound only to find her beloved pet slaughtered. What? And a terrifying message written in blood across the bathroom wall that says, humans can lick hands too. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking creepy, man. That is super creepy. <clears throat> so he was all, you know, 
licking on her fingers. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I feel good now. That is the Humans can hand. lick hands, too. That's a weird urban legend. That is a weird one. My kids would hate that one. Yeah. They don't I like think when any animals any, die. I think any pet owner would really hate that one. Yeah. Why didn't a little girl die instead? That's yeah. what they would say, probably. But you know, when you're like, you have like a limb hanging out of the blankets. Oh, yeah. For one, I don't even like a pet to I don't touch do it. That. Like, I, don't, I don't keep limbs out of the blankets. <laughs> no, uh-uh. especially nah, when no. I was little. Yeah, Heck no, no way. They, they were like happening. wrapped in there. Oh yeah, man. I was like, but man, the safety of a blanket—it's crazy. If it was a cape, yeah. <laughs> I know a, a blanket cape. cape. Yeah, Freaking. basically invisible. I know, man. Have you ever heard of the Kushtaka of the Alaskan Triangle? I have not. Yeah, this is, this is a pretty weird little story. Um, Alaska's coastline is over 33,000 mi- 33, miles long. Did you know that? Wow. That's freaking long. So it's everybody a big knows state, that's yeah, for sure. Everyone knows the story of the Bermuda Triangle. We had a whole episode on it, but you might not uh, know about the Alaskan Triangle. So on I average. I think we kind of mentioned it once for the Alaskan <clears throat> Triangle. Maybe we did. I don't I remember, remember that. I don't Probably. remember anything about people. On average, five out of every 1,000 people go missing in Alaska. They don't even go there? They Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but if you're in Alaska, five out of every 1,000 people go missing. That's so crazy. I've so, heard the crime in Anchorage is like one of the worst. It's not good. So. Not great. So even if there's nothing supernatural going on, it's easy to get lost in Alaska, well, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and Russia's right there. Yep. The Tlingit tribe that lives in Juneau has their own explanation for the high amount of missing people. These are these evil spirits called the Kushtaka. That sounds like a Russian Kushtaka. name. Kushtaka. They're, Kushtaka. Yeah, I know. They're shapeshifters. Oh, nice. Did you know that? No. But they're that half makes man, sense. half otter. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds kind of cute, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at that guy. That don't scare me. <laughs> He's probably got those little hands they rub together. You know what I mean? Put like a rock yeah, on. They just swim on their back. <laughs> swim on like their back. You got a clam on there, their chest, they're eating or something. I'm like, hell, that sounds kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Cute little guys. <laughs> cute little so the Kushtaka are the half man, yeah. half otter? Uh-huh. Man, of all the was, animals to be half. I was kind of scared when I heard Kushtaka, but then I'm like, half man, half otter? <laughs> That's not even scary. That, that doesn't even sound scary. Anyway, outrun that in a second. Yeah. So the Kushtaka is a shape-shifting cryptid that stalks Alaska's wilderness looking for human prey. While often compared to the mythology of Bigfoot, the Kushtaka seems to operate on a much more sinister manner, which just doesn't seem like on, That's not an otter. Doesn't seem like an otter to me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a man. The otter but do not- something different. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me. According to that Lord- man's really otter. <laughs> That's an otter one right there. <laughs> that one's odd, but that one's odd. Man, that one's odd looking. He's uh, real otter looking. Yeah. Otter investigate that. <laughs> you ought to get out of here, bro. Yeah, he's just weird looking. He's just not, a lot odder than other people. <laughs> so according, according to lore, the otter-like creatures disguise themselves as a trusted relative. Oh, what? well, that'll trick you. Yeah. Okay, so they shape they shift, shift from Otter Man. Night- <laughs> Otter Man to your uncle. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> to your uncle. That's exactly what it would be, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's his uncle. What the hell is Uncle Charles doing out in the river? <laughs> in the have clothes on. That guy's an idiot. I Follow gonna, me. Come I, here. I'll show you something. I'll go show you the clams I just got. <laughs> you ought to come this way. I got a cute little otter you can see. Yeah. Watch what I can shift into. I'm going to eat you, otter man. <laughs> I can't 
jump around it. <laughs> um, can't get you. Yeah, so he 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 looks like a trusted relative <laughs> or friend, and and he look he's like lost or injured or something. You know what I mean? So they lead their victims deeper into the wild, ultimately tearing them apart or turning them into another kushtaka. Wow. Where are you going, Richard? What are you showing me out here? Just keep coming this way. I'm going to show you something. (laughs) Head this way. (laughs) The little transfigure. You're going to kill you. I know you're not. This is like not scary at all, (laughs) man. You'd have to really make it, like, do some work to make an otter look scary. (laughs) You know what I mean? Look at those whiskers. <laughs> Look at that. Gosh damn. Uncle Charles, you're looking good these days, I tell you. <laughs> you cute little guy. But apparently this Alaskan triangle's got some weird crap going on. Yeah. So, I think I've heard of the triangle, not the... Yeah. In 1986, a report by the FAA from a Japanese cargo flight provides the basis for one extraterrestrial theory. Okay. Allegedly, Japan Air... Pl- Air- Lines Flight 1620 encountered three unidentified aerial phenomena above the expanse. The pilot reported through, thought the craft were military, and paid them no mind. Moments later, he realized that the objects were keeping pace and moving erratically around his own jet. Mm, It's not good. Over the next 50 minutes, the strange aircraft shadowed Flight 628's every move while emitting bursts of blinding lights. Maybe he has somebody in the back seat. Murderer trying to kill him. <laughs> That's true. You don't know. You know? Yeah. The statements made by the crew that um, were verified by civilian and military radar, and the FAA report went on to garner national attention. So that's pretty weird. I'm actually surprised that, like, I would think Alaska would be a, a really <clears throat> common place to see UFOs. spaceships and UFOs. I would think so, too, yeah. Especially, like, the theories that, like, it's like Russian test spacecraft. Yep. You'd see a lot. I would think so, so too. So, that's weird. I don't know. There's nobody up there. Maybe that's the problem. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Nobody's They're all lost. Them. The Kushtaka got them if all. the aliens were listening, that's <laughs> yeah. a good place to that's land. Place. So, there's one other theory about the uh, Alaskan Triangle. It postulates that the Triangle is home to massive swirling energy vortexes. Oh, yeah. Of course. These energy centers are believed to impact human emotions and behavior based on their rotation. Uh, well, Depends on which way they be rotating. <laughs> okay? A clockwise spinning vortex creates positive effects. You're smarter, happier, more <laughs> handsome. Less otter. Less otter. <laughs> uh, but counterclockwise spin promotes negative negativity and bewilderment. I feel bewildered right now. I believe this. I do too, yeah. Sometimes in my house, <laughs> I'm in the positive vortex. Yeah. Wife's in, I'm just kidding. Anyways, volunteers often recount experiencing mysterious symptoms while searching the area, including disorientation and audio hallucinations. Yeah. They're hearing things. They're seeing things. They don't know where they're at. But anyways, that is the Alaskan. That's crazy. That's the Alaskan Triangle and the Kushtaka. got to be a lot of stuff on that. Otter man. <laughs> He's real otter. New movie from Blumhouse. <laughs> otter Man. <laughs> Streaming on Disney Plus. <laughs> Streaming on Peacock. <laughs> yeah. Otter Man. Um, this is a uh, urban legend. The 999-999. Never heard this. I have never heard this either. Phone charging myth is an urban legend which claims that calling the police and fire services, then hanging up, charges mobile phone batteries. That sounds like something your cousin would tell you. Yeah. You should do it right now. I you swear. should do it. They're going to want to charge it up so you can yeah. call them back. Dial 911, then hang up when they answer. <laughs> yeah. It'll charge your phone. I swear. Wait, why did they show up at our house? <laughs> yeah. The basis for the belief was a feature of BlackBerry phones. If the battery level was too low, the phone automatically locked down phone features mm-hmm. and shut down the phone radio for all calls except for emergency services. Mm-hmm. 
People discovered that if they dialed 999 then immediately hung up, it would override the shutdown for several minutes so that the phone calls could be made. Interesting. So they were just like, well, if you dial 999, it's calling and giving yeah. you a, a, a charge. Actually, it's just unlocking your phone. Interesting, though, right? That is a, that is a weird Never movie. heard that one. Yeah, me either. I never had a Blackberry. I so. haven't either. You ever heard of the freaking baby train? <laughs> no. So this little is a baby train. Yeah, a little one. I love those. Little one. Kids love them. This is an urban legend. It claims that a small town had an unusually high birth rate. Basically. Utah? Yeah. Somewhere. Because a train would pass through the town at 5 a.m., blow its whistle, and wake everybody up. Since basically it's like too late to go back to sleep and too early to get up, couples would have sex. Wow. That result. I wish there was a baby train. I know. And a mini baby boom. My wife just go right back to sleep. Yeah, sleep through it. Hey, babe, that's the baby train. You know what that means? I'm awake. Are you? Oh, you are asleep. <laughs> You're okay, already right. asleep. So the story is related to the rumor that birth rates spiked nine months after the Northeast blackout of 1965. Also, the actual birth rate increase in Boston after the February 1969 Nor'easter and September 11, 2001 terror attacks, which I did not know about. We should better have babies. I don't get it. Yeah. We, scared. We got to replenish the earth. I'm terrified. It's terrorism. <laughs> you won't make out. Hold me, baby. <laughs> Did I just hear the baby That's a trip? weird, like, I know. jump. So anyways, that's the blackouts, tr- too. Yeah. I feel super comfortable now. I know. can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> I got a headache. <laughs> but it's okay. You can't that's, okay. <laughs> that's baby train. That's a cool one. Yeah. Well, so it's kind of urban legend, but it's also... Social science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dog boy. In 1954, mm-hmm. Gerald Floyd Bettis was born to Floyd and Aline Bettis in uh, what has since been named the Bettis House. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Those in- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the obvious. <laughs> yeah. Those who knew him claimed that he used to catch dogs and cats, keep them in his home as a young boy. But he wasn't just playing veterinarian, which I think is even worse. That is way worse. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Instead, he would horribly torture and kill the creatures. Isn't that what veterinarians do? Like dentists. <laughs> but what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ended up being a very successful dentist. Very successful orthodontist. Made millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but what he is really known for is his treatment of his parents. He's just Jeez. a little turd. The story goes that he imprisoned them in the attic and kept them for years up in the attic. Come on, According to police reports, he did abuse his parents quite badly, but wasn't arrested for it until after the death of his father and then continued abuse of his mother. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. He died in the prison of a drug overdose. Hmm. Since then, people have claimed that paranormal activity is common in the house. Flickering lights, strange noises, and moving objects that have all been reported in this Mm. Bettis house. Yeah. Considering he once threw his father out the window. Jeez. It seems to be getting off relatively light in the haunting department. It's just like, the come on. creepy freaking messed up house. Who lets their Animal son? torture yeah. and lock him. Yeah. They probably just let him eat sugar whenever he wanted to. <laughs> I'm sure. That's what happens. I'm sure. <laughs> just eating sugar all day Watch long. Watch shows up late yeah. at night, never, never go to bed. Dog yeah. boys. That's how you build a dog boy. Well, he's a bad kid. He's a dog boy. Dog boy. Don't mind the cats. <laughs> Don't mind the dead cats in the hallway. <laughs> Yeah. That's his dog boy at work. <laughs> He's trying to figure things out. <laughs> He's just working through a few things. <laughs> Going through a phase. Yeah, we got to get to bed. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah we got to get up in the attic. Yeah, I don't want to get He doesn't like out. us out. He doesn't like us just out. Just lock the window, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sick of getting thrown Push out. Push me out there twice. 
All right. This one's called Black Anus. Not, <laughs> not Black Anus. <laughs> it's what it looks like. I know. Black Anus. It's a boogeyman figure in English oh, folklore. Yeah. She's imagined as a blue-faced hag or a witch. Oh, yeah. She's got iron claws and a taste for human flesh. Oh, especially yeah. children's. Mm. Mm. Too bad she didn't meet no dog it's boy. Like she take the dog boy out for a walk. <laughs> you know? She's said to haunt the countryside of like Leicestershire. Leicestershire, living in a cave in the Dane Hills with a great oak tree at the entrance. She's said to venture out at night looking for unsuspecting children and lambs to eat. I'll <laughs> take a lamb or a child. <laughs> I don't care. Whichever comes yeah. first. I want mutton or human flesh, <laughs> one or the two. <laughs> then the great thing is she tans their skins by hanging them on a tree. That's creepy. And then she wears them around her waist. Yeah, <laughs> it just took a really morbid know, turn like, there. I don't even know how that works. Is it like a belt? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just wrap them around and tie it. What are you wearing? Like six dresses? <laughs> now that's kid kid skins. <laughs> that's kid. One of them's a sheep. <laughs> One of them's a sheep. I had a bad night. I had to get a sheep. <laughs> Rest your kid skins. Fluff, then skin, then fluff, then <laughs> wool skin, fluff, wool, and then human skin. <laughs> Kind of tell striped, which one she got too. Striped, wearing like a kilt. That's weird. It must be one they're like, you keep don't get in there. It is, yeah. Go to bed. Yeah. Black anus. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, I swear it's black anus out I there. I thought it was black anus. Yeah. Uh, she and she'd also reach inside houses and snatch people. That's that puts it to a level <laughs> I know. terrifying. My gosh, legend has it that she used her iron claws to dig her cave out of the sandstone cliff. Making herself a home. Wow. There, which is known as Black Anus Bower Clothes. <laughs> oh, man. That's creepy, though. Like, I know. Scare your kids to <laughs> get inside, but then we're like, she can reach in here and grab you, too. Never mind. You ain't safe on your bed, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't sleeping for the rest of your life. Will you smell that? That's Black Anus. <laughs> <laughs> you watch out, son. <laughs> you watch out. The legend led parents to warning their children that black anus would get them if they did not behave. Uh, Obviously, she was also known to hide in the branches of their oak tree, leaping upon. Poor freaking kids, man! They didn't go outside. They yeah. stayed inside. They didn't stay near windows. They were freaked out, oh, man. The other tradition stated a little story, black anus. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Other traditions stated that when she ground her teeth, people could hear her. Ooh, what is that? That's black anus, anus, <laughs> giving them time to bolt their doors and keep them away from the window. So you could, if you could hear, her, you could, you know, you better get in. I'm hearing some teeth grinding. Yeah, teeth grinding out there. That's a creepy one. It said that cottages in Leicestershire were purposely built with small windows so the black anus could only get a single arm inside. Oh man, that's terrifying. When she howled, she could be heard from five miles away. And when the cottagers would fasten skins across the window and place protective their herbs, kid skins, I don't know what kind of skins they placed herbs above it to keep themselves safe. Jeez, that's black anus. If it, I know we have some UK listeners, yeah, I'd like you to heard know this if this is actually. Does a, anyone live in Leicestershire? Yeah, Leicestershire. Mm-hmm. Leicestershire. Oh yes, black anus. Black anus. Yeah, yeah we talk about. Black Let's go anus. grab a pint. I'll tell you all about black anus. <laughs> I'll show you my black anus story. <laughs> yeah, we have a family rich of black anus story. Um, mm. This one's called the Black Volga. Oh. 
So the Volga is just this big old four-door car. It's actually in Daisy. Interesting. It is, yeah. Huh? The Black Volga refers to an urban legend widespread in Poland, Hungary, um, Russia, Belarus, mm. Ukraine, Ri, <laughs> Mongolia. <laughs> Mongolia. It's like all over the place. Mainly in the 1960s and 1970s, the legend refers to a black or in some versions a red uh, Olga GAZ-21, maybe a 24. Nah, that's got to be 21. It didn't have rims like that on the 24. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me guess. I can't believe how many people walk up to me, like, just, they're creepy. They creep me out. With like, your truck? Yeah, I get yeah. out and they just, like, walk up and they're, like, missing teeth. And they're like, one year down 78. And it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why, you want it? Yeah. You're going to have it. Here's crazy. I do all the time, yeah. though, and they're, yeah, usually kind of creepy. Yeah. But anyway. Um, these, uh, <laughs> what year's that? What year's that? You heard of black anus? <laughs> that looks pretty nice. So anyways, this Olga was allegedly mm. used to abduct and murder people. Of course it was. According to the different versions, it was driven by communist secret police, mm-hmm. Russian mafia, or Satan himself. <laughs> I'm going with Satan. <laughs> Satan's car. Yeah, that was straight up. The car is described as having white wheel rims, white curtains, and other white elements. Where do you put a white curtain in a Olga? Because. Volga. Volga. Olga. Volga. Olga. Olga's Volga. Supposedly, victims were kidnapped and then murdered by the perpetrators to use their bodies as a cure for rich Westerners or Arabs. Blood. Not bodies, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say bodies? You said bodies. That's okay, though. Their blood as a <clears throat> cure for rich Westerners suffering from leukemia. So there was a cure for cancer, and they would just go and harvest blood from people. Yeah. Other mm. variants used the organ theft as a motive, yep. combining it with other infamous legend uh, legend of kidney theft by the KGB. Mm. I didn't know that was another one. Do you want to come live right in my <laughs> Volga? <laughs> it's a bad avalanche. I lost kidney. How kidney look for you? You got good ones? Huh? <laughs> When you look down, like, you got your kidneys thing, huh? It's always creepy when somebody's looking at your body. I know. You're like, Ugh. Don't look at me. I'm sure women get that all the time. Yeah. The yeah legend, I'm sorry, ladies. Uh, um, the legend surfaced another, uh, wait, the legend surfaced again in the late 20th century with a BMW or Mercedes as he stepped it up, mm. car taking the Volga's place. The black Volga was sometimes depicted with horns instead of wing mirrors. Oh. Is that big horn sticking out? Yeah. Devil loves style. <laughs> yeah, he does. It could also have the number 666, obviously, on yeah. the license plate, as well as having white windows or curtains, like we were saying. I mean, if you see a car with a 666, just avoid it. Yeah, I'm not going to be, yeah. You don't go up to it. Hey, what's that, a 67 So Volga? apparently he'll pull up and he'll be like, um, what was it? I think he asked you a question. What time is it? He just wants to know what time it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, what um, time is it? Yeah. Allegedly, the devil would ask passersby for the time and kill them when they approached the car to answer. <laughs> what the hour you have? <laughs> you did. Is it half past noon? What does your watch say? Huh? Look like you have good kids. <laughs> In another version of the legend, the victim would die at the same time a day mm-hmm. later when they would, you know, tomorrow you'll die at this hour. This hour is your hour. However, day. there was an effective defense method. So if this ever happens to you, mm-hmm. whenever the driver of the black Volga or BMW mm-hmm. or, uh, what was the other one mercedes what pulls up it? what time is it you just go it's good time then the car would quickly vanish i'm gonna say that anytime somebody asks me what time it is yeah from now on i know it's God's just to time. be safe just to be safe just to be safe i like my kidneys. with a russian accent yeah it's god's time yeah what time is it 
It's God's time. It's God's time. <laughs> get, get the hell out of here. <laughs> now disappear. <laughs> now disappear. Black <laughs> anus will get you. Avalanche will get you. Avalanche. That's a good one. Yeah, that one's Black creepy. Volga. Have you ever heard of the mad... If you have any Russian listeners, please let us <laughs> yeah. know. you ever heard of the mad gasser of Mattoon? <laughs> no. That's a good one. But uh, you may have known know him as the, the mad anas- gasser. You may I know him... <laughs> one mad gasser. Yeah. You may know him as the anesthetic prowler or the phantom anesthetist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, I didn't know that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a name given to the person or people believed to be responsible for a series of apparent gas attacks that occurred in Mattoon, Illinois during the mid-1940s. Wow. More than two dozen... Now I'm interested in this story. <laughs> I know. More than two dozen separate cases of gassings were reported to police over the span of two weeks, in addition to many more reported sightings of the suspected assailant. The gassers supported uh, supposed victims... Wow, that's creepy. R- ...reported smelling strange order- odors in their homes, which were soon followed by symptoms such as paralysis of the legs, coughing, nausea, and vomiting. <laughs> No one died or had serious medical consequences, so just know that everybody's okay. But something was happening. Yeah. Most contemporary descriptions of the Mad Gasser are based on testimony of Mr. and Mrs. Burt Kearney of 1408 Marshall Street, the victims of the first Mattoon case to be reported by the media. They described the Gasser as being a tall, thin man dressed in dark clothing wearing a tight-fitting cap. Okay, I can see that. Another report made some weeks later described the gasser as being a female dressed as a man. No, 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 no. (laughs) Honey, you've got that wrong. It's a female. That's a girl dressed like a guy. 100%. (laughs) What? The gasser. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you. You got to look closely. (laughs) You don't know your women. They had the hips. They had them wide (laughs) hips and they had the breasts. And a gas. And a gas, for sure. The gasser had also been described as carrying a flit gun. What's a flit gun? It's an agricultural tool for spraying pesticides. That's right there. (laughs) Which he purportedly used to expel the gas. I know. Police remained skeptical of the accounts throughout the entire incident. No physical evidence was ever found, and many reported gases. All of them were like, nah, nah, nah. (laughs) Simple explanations such as spilled nail polish or odors emanating from animals and local factories. Okay. I think you just spilled your nail polish, lady. (laughs) But I couldn't move. That's just a gas plant. (laughs) Chill out. Yeah, that's just the old dog food factory you're smelling. (laughs) Maybe dog boys over there. (laughs) Dog man. That's all it is. What are these beans on your porch? (laughs) This is something I suspect, actually, we need to look into. (laughs) You got a bunch of beans on your porch. (laughs) Look at that over there. Eye hole, ear hole, eye hole, ear hole. <laughs> Rolling across your lawn. We can talk about this gas later. We got to figure out this bean situation <laughs> right now. Way more terrifying. Yeah. So, anyways, the attacks, That's, that one's interesting. They were widely considered to be a case of mass hysteria. Well, yeah. So, the anyways, mad gasser of. Mad gasser of Hatoon. What was it? What was Mattoon. Mattoon. <laughs> Mattoon. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. The Monkey Man of New Delhi. Hello. In May 2001, reports began to circulate in the Indian capital of New Delhi around a strange monkey-like creature that was appearing at night attacking people. I could see this happen. Oh, this would not be fun. No. Eyewitness counts were often inconsistent but tended to describe the creature as about four feet tall, Mm -hmm. covered in thick black hair with a a metal helmet. (laughs) That's my favorite Metal claws. It's like a little motorcycle monkey. (laughs) Metal claws, glowing red eyes, and three buttons on his Dude, chest. Dude, doesn't it sound like the monkey from like the monkeys Wizard of like, Oz? You know that little creepy. Yeah, it, it does. Didn't they have Actually, helmets on or something? Yeah, they did. I, don't they over there? Yeah. 
Um, some reports also claim the monkey man wore roller skates. <laughs> oh man, that makes ten it times scarier. Yeah, Could catch you in no time. Oh, if you think about the from the Return of Oz, those roller guys. Oh yeah, the wheelers. Oh wheelers, that's what oh my gosh, creepy. Man. They are creepy. They're no, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I don't like them. Others, however, describe the monkey man as having a more vulpine snout mm. yeah, okay. and being up to eight feet tall and <laughs> muscular. Twice the size now? <laughs> this is the same ones that saw the little aliens that yeah. were like eight feet and then like there was seven inches. Yeah. yeah. Seven <laughs> inches, that's right. Um, it would leap from building to building. Mm-hmm. Over 350 sightings of the Kayla Bondar were reported. As well as around sixty resulting in injuries. Jeez. Seven. Wait, no, seven. Two. <laughs> two, by some reports, three people even died when they leapt from the tops of buildings and fell downstairs in panic from when they thought they saw the attack. My goodness. At one point, exasperated police even issued artists' impression drawings in an attempt to catch the creature. Like, do you really have to send out an like it's a monkey with a helmet on? <laughs> do we gotta draw it for him? We need to draw this up. What if they think somebody else is a monkey? John, John, get the, <laughs> get the paper out. Uh, <laughs> black hair, helmet, yeah. scratchy claws. Mm-hmm. You say roller skates? Roller skates. Roller too. skates. Grab the crayons. My kids are going to draw one too, just in case. <laughs> yeah. We should just do a crayon, a drawing, and a coloring in contest. a contest. A little contest. The Monkey Man in New Delhi. That's, that. that's a weird one. You ever heard of the mowing? A lot of people saw it too. The Mowing Devil? No. Oh boy. So, strange news devil. out of Hertfordshire is the title of an English woodcut pamphlet published in 1678. So, this is a pamphlet that was published for real. <laughs> okay. The pamphlet tells of a farmer. In Hertfordshire, who, uh, refusing to pay the price demanded by a laborer to mow his field, swore he would rather that the devil himself mowed it. <laughs> I can see some old guy getting pissed Again, off. Too. I'd rather the damn devil mow it than you, you little <laughs> bastard. Get off my lawn. <laughs> you know, that's what, like, exactly what I mean. That's a perfect seeing. way to say it. According to the pamphlet, that night his field appeared to be in flame and burned. The next morning, the field was found to be perfectly mowed that no mortal man was able to do the like. The devil did it. The devil damn freaking mowed his lawn. I could go mow lawn tonight. Oh, I got to go to Georgia tomorrow for a fiddle contest, but right now, <laughs> yeah. I got to mow this lawn. <laughs> this lawn. Okay? <laughs> the the pamphlet and, a, and accompanying illustration are often cited by crop circle researchers as the first recorded case of crop circles. Oh, really? Yeah. The lawn mowing? Yeah. The crop circle researcher Jim Schnabel does not... Schnabel. <laughs> Schnabel does not consider it to be a historical precedent because it describes the stalks as being cut while modern crop circles involve yeah, wheat that, barley... Yeah. Uh, Everybody knows being that. ...being bent. Yeah. So here's exactly what it, the thing said. Being a true relation of a farmer who bargaining with a poor mower about the cutting down of three and a half acres of oats upon the mowers asking too much, the farmer swore that the devil should mow it rather than he... And lo, it fell out that the very night the crop of oats shooed as if it had been all aflame. But the next morning appeared so neatly mowed by the devil or some infernal spirit that no mortal man was able to do the like. I like that. I know, it's pretty good, huh? That sounds awesome. I know. So that's the mowing devil. That's a nice little urban legend over there. Man. In uh, yeah, Hartfordshire. I didn't mow the devil mowed it. <laughs> Who mowed you long? A devil. That's pretty good. The I devil. like that one. Yeah. Um, speaking of devilish stuff, mm. cybercrime. Was straight from the devil himself. I hate it. And I hate all cybercrime. We're all at risk world. for this. You yeah. all use the internets. Y'all go Got on phone. Your computer. Yeah. This right here. We all have that. Yeah. If you go online, you are at risk mm-hmm. of getting your identity stolen, your email stolen. Yep. Maybe your dick's points. 
<laughs> all gone. So the thing I like about Surfshark, which is a VPN that can protect you because it just cloaks you online, mm-hmm. is that it's like the easiest one to use. It's a great app, and it can work on any device that connects to the internet. You're not limited. You don't only can put it on, you know, your Game Boy and your Sega Genesis. Yeah. You can put it on all of your devices. It's pretty cool. Um, if you use our code Casual Preppers, you get 83% off 24 months, plus you get three extra months. That's Good 27 gracious. months for less than 60 bucks. They just give it to you for free at this they point. They basically are. Like, this is the best one you can get, I'm telling you. Um, I've used it. It's simple to use. It's nice when you're traveling too. If you're in a public Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. you can turn on your Surfshark and no one's going to track your device. Yeah. And it's, um, it's just great. You're mm-hmm. going to love it. Go to surfshark.deal slash casual preppers. Try it out. 30 mm-hmm. days. If you don't like it, you don't use it, you get your money back. And they've been great. Like customer service with them has been awesome. A really good customer service. Yeah. Really so good. like if you want to explore it, you want to figure it out, you get 30 days. Um, but for $2.21 a month for 27 months, you're not going to beat it. So go get it. Get it. So, um, this one's, this one's interesting. Yeah. Polybius. Polybius. This is a game, a vintage video game that people have been talking about to try and find it because, um, I guess it existed in the 1980s mm-hmm. called Polybius. Mm. This game supposedly has strange and sometimes lethal effects on its players. Yeah. There's gotta be a movie about this, right? It's gotta be, right? Gotta be. It can prompt feelings of amnesia, disorientation, and even suicide. Moreover, men would occasionally visit arcades to gather data from the game before vanishing. Oh. They're like, oh, interesting. Ass. <laughs> High score. Number one. <laughs> Was this game some type of awful CIA experiment? Mm-mm. Sadly, since arcades are a thing of the past, we'll never know. Can't find it anymore. Wow. So this would like drive people into sometimes suicide or. Mm-hmm lose their minds and there were some like figures mm-hmm. collecting data from it. could be alien tech for all we know we don't know we have about no idea about Polybius. Polybius I wonder what the game was even <clears throat> yeah. what it was we need to look into that it's like Pong mm-hmm. no. I don't know I like that one I that one's cool have you ever heard, heard of legend? the ghost town of Lake Lanier this is pretty uh, interesting no, so Lake Lanier is the largest man-made lake in Georgia okay at the bottom of the lake um, it lies in intact towns ferries a racetrack in multiple cemeteries. The bottom of the lake. Yeah, so it's a it's a man-made lake, right? So the government, in their determination to create Lake Lanier, bought up entire towns in order to clear the space for the lake after they received congressional approval in 1946. However, they just decided to let the water cover up the towns rather than demolishing them. So, like, there's, like, full-on That's towns creepy. under the just lake. Just that. Yeah, that right there creeps you out. Like, I don't want to go Caught on the fire wheel. Yeah. <laughs> um, now Lake Lanier has a decidedly eerie feel about it, obviously. There if been... I knew that, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'd get in there. Mm-hmm. Want to go swimming? No. No. I don't want to go swimming. <laughs> that would be what I would say. Um, there have been an unusual amount of freak accidents and deaths on the lake. In 2011, there were 17 deaths alone. Apparently, that's a lot Jeez. on a lake. I don't so know how like many. Semi- like, that's what's creepy. Yeah. Like, so... <laughs> Wow. Creepy. Many of the people who drowned have been recovered. People have reported feeling arms and legs in the water. Ugh, no, uh, thank you. I ain't swimming in that. <laughs> not been able to find them right after, leading people to believe that spirits still roam the lake. That is terrifying. <clears throat> yeah. I could never get in there. I'm, I'm creepy. You won't go skinny dipping at night, Lake Lanier? Some grandma wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Black anus. <laughs> Something's in there. Yeah. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. That's, that's terrifying, though. Good luck with that one. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Just the thought of like something grabbing your leg in the water. I don't like <laughs> it. Yeah. I no, don't thank like you. It. 
Water Babies. This is a little nicer. Is that like a maybe toy from the eighties? <laughs> yeah, sounds sound like, like that. It? I want a new Water Baby. Water Babies. Water Babies. <laughs> splish and splash. They're <laughs> friends at last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, no. According to the Native American lore. Uh, can be found at the Massacre Rock State Park in Idaho and in Utah Lake. Mm-hmm. The one origin story is distinctly more upsetting. The Idaho water babies are believed to be the ghosts of young children that the starving people of the Shoshone tribe drowned in the river. So they drowned them in the river instead of choosing their, like, they didn't want them to starve and mm-hmm. suffer, so they just drowned them. And it is said right. that if you sit on the rocks, you can still hear their cries. Ugh. Um, while some stories claim that the baby simply drowned, others post posit posit. I'm like posted post it. that they adapted, grew gills, and have <laughs> sworn revenge on the living. What? So there's little swimming babies. They have gills. Yeah, creepy gills. Yeah. In Utah, water babies are believed to be another type of creature altogether. Mm-hmm. According to the weird U.S. What? Wired. No, that's weird. weird. It's weird U.S. It's a like a publication. Oh, really? I've never even read I that one. So, yeah. Now I want to. Mm-mm. These water babies were a type of dwarf that lived in the lake and mimicked the sounds of babies crying to drown unsuspecting people. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. wow. Different water baby legends can be found in Nevada and California as well. The, com- the commonality between them all seems to be luring people into the lake to drown them. That's a really disturbing... I think these are bad legends, man. What if there really is a baby drowning in a lake? <laughs> no kidding. Like, I ain't getting drowned nah, nah, by no nah, water, nah. baby. <laughs> Sounds like a baby drowning. I'm out of here. Yeah. Fool me once. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fool me <laughs> twice. I ain't going in there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? All that does is create, like, a just <laughs> bad... Uh, that's not no good. No Samar- good Samaritan out there now. No, this one I like. Yeah. This is Mr. Chew of Delaware. So, Samuel Chew... He was a respected man way back in the day. He was a chief justice in, in the state back in the colonial days. Okay. okay. But still, even in colonial America, bullies latched onto his name. Okay. Okay. They would so- constantly say, Achoo! <laughs> As if they were sneezing. Every time he'd walk in, they'd be like, Achoo! <laughs> Driving mad. Yeah, he's like, Shut up! <laughs> I'm Mr. Chew. Chief Justice Chew. And so he apparently hated it so much that his spirit still stalks those who mock him. (laughs) Showing up in robes. So you're going to get somebody to show up. Probably. Showing up in robes and powdered wigs to scare the ever-loving crap out of people who can't resist the easy joke at the expense of a century's dead legislator. (laughs) I hate all this teasing. I'm going to kill you all when I come back. Sneezing's teasing. That's my motto. (laughs) Oh, that one's interesting. Yeah, a chew. Diana of the Dunes. Oh, hello. I wonder if I should ask um, one of my friends from Michigan if he's I call her Dirty Diana. Along the shores of Lake Michigan, fishermen, vacationers, and other passersby have reported sightings of Diana, a ghostly nude female apparition (laughs) floating along the shoreline and eventually disappearing into the water without a trace. Wow. Where's that on there? (laughs) I swear I saw Diana on there. It was super nice. Where it came from, fishermen first started reporting sightings of a woman skinny dipping in the waters of Indiana's um, Lake Michigan. I guess Lake Michigan's not even in Michigan. <laughs> coastline in 1916. And that's mm. because Alice Gray, the source of the Diana legend, was still very much alive at that point. Oh. The exact circumstances that caused her to live a recluse, reclusive life in the lakeside shack aren't entirely clear. But the years that followed saw her marry a man who later became a murder suspect. Of course. I'm sure it's like, no, she's nude and we'll go in there. Um, Kill her. And then die an early death. Well, that happens when you marry a murder suspect. <laughs> yeah. 
allegedly from uremic poisoning. So like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, uh, like a. I think uremic poisoning would be like a UTI or oh, interesting. Or wow, bladder. That's what I'm. Pretty oh, sure. your kidneys are no good. I don't um, want them. Her ghostly presence has been a subject of local lore ever since. Wow, dirty Diana or Diana of the Dunes. <laughs> <laughs> I call her dirty Diana. Yeah, <clears throat> but who wouldn't like to see that ghost? Yeah. Well, it depends. That's one ghost that has something going for it. <laughs> yeah, you know. I saw yeah, a ghost again yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes, I did. This one is my might be my second favorite. The, th- the three-legged lady. Uh, nice. Okay. So as the story goes, motorists who want to see the three-legged lady should stop on Nash Road. I can't remember what state this was in. Somewhere down south. Turn off the headlights and honk the horn three times. Nice. I like it. Okay. Pretty simple procedure. Easy, easy. Easy, easy. Pretty much anyone can do it as long as your horn works <laughs> and your headlights can turn off. Yeah. After doing so. That's the hard part. I know. Nowadays. I can't turn off the damn headlights anymore. After doing so, the three-legged lady knocks on the roof of the car and then races the driver to the end of the road. Ooh. Hitting the car with her body the entire time. So it's rubbing, it's racing. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those situations, right? So being chased by anyone is scary enough, but when it's a ghost with three legs, one which seems to be rotting and sewn to her body is downright frightening. So she's got three legs. I like she's bumping the car and stuff, like hitting on it. This is the best, though. You race a freaking three-legged lady. I'd be all over that. I'd be all over it, too. So some say that the third leg was removed from a dead lover and then attached to her body. (laughs) Okay, Others say that the three-legged lady is actually the ghost of a it's mother. Actually, a man. <laughs> He's the just third leg, well endowed <laughs> man. <laughs> He's very feminine looking. Other than you know what? <laughs> yes, an <laughs> yeah. appendage that's impressive. E- yes, that's not a foot. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Others, others say the three-legged lady is actually the ghost of a mother searching for her dismembered daughter. Yeah, I know. It's okay. That makes it better. In this case, the third leg is all the mother found of her daughter. So she's just holding on to it. (laughs) She's got it. And running and racing cars. I'm going to race you. I'll hit you with her foot. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what you hear. She's kicking with the third foot. Yeah. Wow, that's that's Um, a weird one. Still others think the phantom is a result of a satanic cult that once performed sacrifices in a nearby church. Third leg doesn't fall. I like this three-legged lady one. That one's a good one. I'm all about it. Oh, man. They should make a Blumhouse movie about that. <laughs> this one's called The Bandage Man. Bandage Man. The Bandage Man first made an appearance in the 1950s again. Mm-hmm. He is said to be the mummy of a logger that was hacked up in a sawmill accident, wrapped yeah. completely in bloody bandages and smells of rotting flesh. Ugh. He is said to haunt the stretch of Highway 101 mm-hmm. uh, between the Highway 26 Junction to the north entrance of Cannon Beach. Ah, I didn't hear about that. Mm. I would have been all over this. I know. And sometimes even as far down as uh, Art Cape. Mm. I also heard, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who this is, <laughs> Did you? that he was an injured fireman, electrician, and the list goes on. What stays consistent is the story is the bandages. He's mm. still, he's always wrapped up. Yeah. Like many uh, slightly pervy ghosts, <laughs> he likes to mess with randy teenagers <laughs> making out in their cars. Though more sinister legends have him eating dogs, wandering the windswept roadside, and even jumping in the back of pickups and sedans, filling the car with the scent of rotting flesh. It jumps in the backs of cars? Yeah. Oh my god, That's creepy. I don't like that. Now, if I would have known this... I know. We we like went to... Um, 
we flew from Portland to, I can't remember where it was, but I rode in the back of a pickup car to this like mm-hmm. uh, shoreside cabin. I would have known that. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it. You've been looking for bandage, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just me and my pervy self are back yeah, there. Exactly. We want to talk about a few superstitions. Those were most of our urban legends. Now we're going to move into some of these superstitions. Um, if you guys, man, some of these I've never heard of ever in a million years. The first one is, this superstition is don't trim your nails after sundown. <sighs> That's weird. You, you may want to cancel next week's evening pedicure once you read the origins of this superstition. In Turkey and India, there is a superstition that cutting your nails after sunset will bring bad luck. Japan takes that creepy superstition seriously, warning that trimming your nails at night can cause premature death. <laughs> what do you want to do, die? Stop doing that, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> You're going to die tonight. You're going good luck. This it gets even weirder. The Koreans go all out believing that discarded clippings will be eaten by rats who morph into <laughs> monsters to terrorize you as you sleep. That one's awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, so, anyways, don't trim your nails after. Sunday. That's a good one. Never heard that. Me either. Um, this one. Give a penny if you've received something sharp. Man, we're we would be penniless. We would be. Yeah. Gifting anything with a blade can supposedly sever a relationship. So if you receive a knife set or a pair of scissors as a present, give the person a coin in return. That's not, I've never heard that. Me either. But for all us, I've been screwing up relationships forever because of these stupid knives. Yeah. Gosh dang it. How about yo yo's? You ever you ever play with a yo-yo? They seem problematic. Yeah, you got their ups and downs, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> Syria banned yo-yos in 1933 over fear that they would cause a drought. It was on January 21st, 1933, that yo-yos were banned in Syria, and then Prime Minister Hakim al-Azim. At the time, there was a drought and a severe cold disastrously affecting the local cattle. Superstitious Muslims believe this to be a divine punishment for the introduction of the yo-yo. What? <laughs> yeah. They claim that white people were praying for the rain to come down from above. The yo-yos, the yo-yo goes down, and before it reaches the ground, it returns to the user's hand with a subtle tug of the string. Obviously, that's So the I, water doesn't get well, to the ground? Is that what they think? According to them, this supposedly angered the heavens. And brought on the Stop drought. teasing me! <laughs> like, it makes no sense. It angered the heavens, these stupid yo-yos. Oh, is it going to touch? I can't take it! Oh my gosh, the Muslim... no rain. Yeah. The Muslim chiefs interviewed by Al-Zim Al- uh, convinced him that yo-yos were evil. And so they were immediately banned. On January 21st, the police paraded the streets and confiscated <laughs> yo-yos from anyone and everyone they saw playing with them. Holy crap. The ban has since been lifted after a long time making it so that yo-yos are no longer illegal in that, Syria. That's so crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, Freaking huh? Freaking yo-yos. Never heard of that. No, me either. Uh, itchy hands have financial repercussions. In Turkey, and I've heard this actually. I've never United heard States this. has it too. An itchy right hand means you'll come into some money, but an itch in your left means you'll lose money. Oh. Itchy, itchy. Itchy, itchy. I never heard that. That's a good one. Superstition. How about don't say the same word at the same time as your friend? Oh, yeah, the jinx. Yeah. According to the the local in Italy, if you say the same word as someone in unison, kill him. you'll never get married. Oh, yeah. yeah, wow. To undo this bad juju, you must immediately touch your nose. <laughs> okay. I thought you just had to say jinx. I you owe me a too. Coke. It's jinx. Uh, jinx. And uh, pasta. <laughs> no touch your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you say the same um, Don't wear red during a storm Yeah In the Philippines It's believed that the color red Attracts lightning 
That's don't so go on around with a red jacket. They or believe anything. some weird stuff. Like yeah. my buddy went on a mission to the Philippines, and he's like, they believe this some of the dumbest things. Brazilians are super superstitious. He's like, too. they believed. Well, they believed that if you're driving, like having your lights on uses more fuel. So no. they all turn their lights oh, off at night, God. and he's like, it's an insane. Because like he's like scared like constantly. No road <laughs> yeah. laws anyway. Yeah. And so he's like everybody's like trying to save gas and wow. their lights off. And he's like, it's insane, man. I know yeah. some of the Brazilian ones were don't go to bed with your hair wet because yeah. you can get really sick. Mm -hmm. Don't eat watermelon and milk. Those really? two were really bad. I wouldn't want to do that anyway. And the other superstition is if you took water bottles or like two liter bottles full of water and put them on top of your power oh, meter. I saw that. Kept your power down. I saw that. Was somewhere. it in there? No, I saw like a meme of yeah, that. Yeah, so it's somewhere. like they're all like stacked and like yeah. cemented in above. Like That's you get drops crazy. their power. That's, That's so, so crazy. Oh my gosh. How about this one? In Spain, instead of kissing someone at midnight to celebrate the new year, they're encouraged to eat 12 grapes one right after the other for good luck. <laughs> wow. Well, at least it's uh, grapes. I know. It's like, it could be worse. Eat 17 avocados. I <laughs> know. Jeez. Um, don't jump over a child. What? So did you know this? I did. Another thing you shouldn't do in Turkey is jump over a child. Doing so will curse them to be short forever. Wow. You jump over them, they're done. Those yeah. just, they stop growing. That sucks. Man. That just sucks. <laughs> That's too bad. Um, no leapfrog going on in Turkey. Uh-uh. Not if you're an adult. How about no bananas on board? Fishermen, according to somebody, refuse to bring bananas on their boats. Not bringing a banana on board gives them a sense of control over very dangerous and unpredictable situations. That's something I'd never heard in my entire life. Nope, never bananas heard that one. Bananas and boats. <laughs> <A> banana <laughs> boat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <you> got a <laughs> I'm going to get married. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got that. Maybe it was. Okay. Avoid sleeping with fans on. I'd die. Oh, you'd be dead. Yep. Right. Many dead. South Koreans also do not sleep with fans running in closed rooms. If they do, it's believed to be fatal. Mm -hmm. To combat fan death, <laughs> legend says to leave windows open. It is commonly believed that prolonged exposure to fans cause hypothermia, <laughs> loss of water in the body, and even asphyxiation. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> According to Turkish legend, when a person chews gum at night, it turns into the flesh of the dead. <laughs> All right. As a result, people are strongly advised against chewing gum after dark in Turkey. What? The exact origin of this morbid superstition is unclear, although our guess is that most people would rather not risk it. You chewing gum, you crazy bastard? Yeah, you got a piece of thigh in there. The sun just went down. Did you know that? <laughs> How's that piece of skin you're <laughs> yeah. chewing on? Good luck with that, cannibal. Um... <laughs> So I found a few Halloween superstitions. Oh, nice. I wanted just to kind of have, you know, we got to yeah, end yeah, this yeah. with some Halloween stuff. Yeah. This one is pretty weird. Don't eat blackberries after Halloween. In the British Isles, it is said to be, it is said to be evil to eat blackberries after Halloween because on that night, the spirit called Puka comes out and defiles them. <laughs> Dang. What's the Puka doing with the berries? <laughs> boink, boink. Pushing them in stuff. Defiling them. Wow. That's well, that's yeah, good to know. Never heard that. Wave a fiery stick for good luck <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah. In Scotland, you can secure good luck for yourself by waving around a red hot end of a fiery stick in certain mystic figures. Okay. That's, that's weird. <laughs> You're going to start the house on fire. Now you got to do Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to think about it too oh, much, yeah, it's man. hard to do, huh? Yeah, I can't do a Scottish <clears throat> okay. on the fly. How about eating an apple on Halloween for good health? 
Not all superstitions <laughs> were spooky, apparently. Some had to do with mundane health matters. In some Celtic lands, it was thought that if you eat a large apple under a tree at midnight on Halloween, wearing only a bed sheet, you could never get a cold. (laughs) Very specific. Very. Very, very specific. Nice. You got to get an apple. You got to be on Halloween night. You got to only wear a bed sheet. Wow, that's interesting. And you got to get under that tree. That's good. Never going to get a cold. (laughs) I would do it if it actually was true. I totally would. Never get a cold. Never get COVID ever again. (laughs) Yeah. To protect your fields, light a torch and sing on Halloween. Heck yeah. As late as the 17th century, it was customary for farmers, oh, Scotland again, Mm -hmm. and elsewhere to walk around their fields with a lighted torch, (laughs) singing and chanting a piece of dog drill verse to protect their fields from harm. Wow. Well, light it up. I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) Light the torch. I'll I'll do it. I ain't never getting cold again. Give me that apple. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Sing the song. <laughs> and play. But this is a dog rover, I love. <laughs> yeah. We don't ever have it. It's like kind of getting <laughs> waving stuff or like flames around. I want the good luck for the year. Uh, here's my They're last one. They're just drunk, starting fires. <laughs> yeah. Um, witches. We all know about witches. I hate witches. They're the worst. Halloween was once called Witches Night. Or the Devil's Sunday. <laughs> I like that Devil's uh, Sunday. Yeah. And it was thought to be the occasion for a major celebration led by his satanic majesty. That's the Satan, that's Satan himself as a devil. Okay. Witches were said to leave sticks in their beds to fool their husbands. <laughs> He'll never know it's I'm gone. I've got a stick in the bed. <laughs> like, rolls over and puts an arm around Ow. a stick. You're getting pokey. Stop poking my back. <laughs> yeah. You're getting all sticky. I mean, you feel like a stick. <laughs> I don't know. Get out of there. <laughs> Move over. Y'all go to bed. <laughs> this stick will fool you. <laughs> He'll never He's know. dumb. He's so dumb. Then they ride to the festivities on broomsticks, anointed with the fat of murdered, unbaptized infants. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Or if they can't find a murdered, unbaptized infant, they can use a cat. <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, I'll, I'll a, go for a cat. It's a little uh, easier to find that one. Yeah, it's really hard to find them unbaptized infants to murder. <laughs> um, So this was my favorite line, I think. All Scotch boys will remember how tired the cats were the day after Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> They've been running around all night oh, trying them not cats to were so tired. They were dog tired. This is the worst <laughs> night of their lives. The Encyclopedia of Superstitions and Folklore writes, Some pitied their miserable appearance. Others were mad at them for carrying the witches. <laughs> nice. That's pretty crazy. That's huh? cool. Yeah, so that's it. That's superstitions. That's urban legends. That's it. But before we move on, i got to tell you about Tech Peck. Because yeah. they are the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get a free $70 machine-made part by Next Level Armament. That's pretty dang rad if you ask me. Yeah, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do it? I think Cam's falling asleep over there. He's Man, having a hard time. I don't know what happened. He's having a real hard time. Got to bed late. We got to talk about BattleBox real quick, though. Yes, yes, yes. Okay? We got the latest BattleBox, and we love them. And we Mission want to tell you about them. This yeah, is Mission 92. Mission 92. Uh, the basic box starts with the Battle Box Trail Markers. The 10 count. These are cool. Mm-hmm. 
Like I think one year we got the little needle Pokey ones. ones yeah. These are actually easier. Yeah, you can clip, clip it on a branch. Yeah, or dead body or whatever. They're great for hunting or hiking or anything. Then you got the PFC aerosol earth scent. This is a gear lubricant that doesn't smell like gear lubricant. It smells like dirt. It smells like earth. Yeah, earth. Cool. And then you got the Gear Aid camo form reusable fabric wrap. It's kind of like Coban. Coban. But it's got a nice little camo. See it? Nope. You put it on, you forget where it's at. Where'd I go? Where'd I wrap that up? <laughs> Where'd I go? And then the last Where'd item in the basic box is Fox America's FE043 knife. This is a micarta frame lock folder. A beast of a knife. Like, yeah. It'll cut that. stuff for you for sure. I like the color. Yeah, I do too. Black metal. Yeah, I love it Black when you Angus. get them in the basic box. Anus. Then we go for the advanced box. We have the Climate Traverse Hammock. So if you like hammocks, you're going to really love the advanced box because you got to climb it. Climate, climate makes, makes great stuff. stuff. Yeah, they do. Then you go to the pro box and we have the gear scope breakdown bow. This is cool, man. This is a bow that breaks down and it's like a survival bow. Yeah, this one looks pretty freaking yeah, cool. Yeah, we're going to have to go try it. Yeah, we are. For yeah, sure. Definitely. Then you go to the pro plus and you got the Wooks bad boy knife. This is dang, a cool looking knife. Dang, man. Terrible sheath. but it's Terrible cool sheath, knife. but great knife. Look at that. Look how really shiny. Cool. Yeah. That is a bad boy. So that's there. the latest BattleBox. Use our code Casual Preppers. Also, we got the latest Crate Club. So we wanted to talk about that real quick, too, while we're here. You know, since you guys are listening, might as well. The first item is the Tactica M.020 camping tool. So we've seen this, I think, before in a BattleBox, actually. Is that this? No, it's the camping tool. It's the little. <clears throat> has this, like a multi-tool for camping. Kind of yep. cool. Then we have the Pale Blue Home Conversion Kit, and this is a like a big battery kit. Pretty sweet. Yeah, Kobe's all over this. Yeah, one. I want that. It's stuff. cool. All the batteries have individual micro USB slots that you yeah. can just charge them up. Pretty sweet. Then we have the M3 Tactical M3 Force Recon Knife. That's a smart. Yeah, that's a knife. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I haven't looked at this one. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. You ain't gonna, you ain't ain't gonna, gonna be here. And then we got the Stealth Cam Wild View Relay Cellular Trail Camera. Is a mouthful. The cool thing about that is, like, yeah, you can get it back to your phone because you can hook up to it via self, cell service. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Really? Mm hmm. Oh, that's freaking sweet. Yeah, pretty neat. Cellular. Yeah. <clears throat> then you got the Cyclops 10 Watt Spotlight. Um, pretty cool. 850 lumens high beam, 280 lumens on low beam. It's always nice to have a nice little spotlight. It spotlight. is a nice spotlight. And then the last item is the right line gear hitch rack dry bags. These things are cool. These man. are really cool. Way cool. I like those. Wrap it up. Keep it dry. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. <clears throat> we appreciate you like no other. Seriously. We love you to death. Good stuff. You guys are super nice. Stay, stay careful out there with all yeah. the urban legends mm-hmm. know what's real know what's real a lot of stick do all kinds of stuff this mm-hmm. halloween that's right all right guys thanks stay survived <laughs>